Back to the show for another week of mischief and mayhem. You are tuned in to Kent and the Steering Team. Uh, today we've got my dear colleague Phil and myself Drew. Sadly, Kent can't be here this week. He's too wrapped up reading the new Dan Brown novel. Anyway, how are you going, Phil? Oh, yeah, you know, kicking on, uh, plodding along as per usual. Um, yeah. doing, doing the same old bits and pieces. And so forth. Sounds know. exciting. Always. You know me. I'm a thriller minute. Thriller minute? then some. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, anyway. Dear. Yes. On with the yeah. show. <laughs> On with the show. Um, yeah. We're into another week. It's been, a, it's been an eventful week, hasn't it? I mean, yes, it, we, we, in, in several ways, yes. Yeah, I mean, we've had a bit going on, and you know, there's been a lot going on in the media. We won't bog mm. down the details of those because, frankly, they're just too depressing. Frankly, my dear, I just don't give a damn. Indeed. Anyway, on today's on today's show, we're gonna um, we're gonna cover a couple of things, but I think we're gonna kick off with a bit of philosophy. Yes, quite. Uh, so, on today's uh, edition of Philosophy, I need to get a jingle going for this thing, and I can't use any commercial music, or we might get sued. Uh, I might have to come up with something uh, for the background of this. But uh, anyway, I'd like to discuss, and I was going to do it last week, but then, of course, I completely forgot that it was Halloween, so we had to go into that. But I'd like to discuss with you competitiveness, because mm. I don't know anyone that is more competitive than me, and anyone that says that they're more competitive than me is frankly lying, and I completely disagree, and I swear I will beat you in a competitive game. And by, by beating you in a competitive game, I mean I will be more competitive than you are. Um, I, it doesn't, I, I mean it in that I don't, or I'm not necessarily better at things than others. I'm not, um, by any stretch. Uh, but I'm incredibly competitive, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. I don't know why other people aren't as competitive. I, d- I don't understand how other people are able to take things less seriously and enjoy it for what it is, when to me the main thing is winning first and have fun second. To me, only winning is having fun. Um Take, for example, if we're playing, if there's a group of us playing like a uh, board game or something like that, and it's in teams, for example, and my team are just being silly and float about and, and get it completely wrong, but huh, as long as we're having fun. Absolutely so, not. I am not having fun if I'm not winning. Hang on, so you do not believe in the uh, participation ribbon? I've received a fourth-place fourth ribbon before, and I've never been more infuriated in all my life in getting a fourth-place ribbon. I 
came forth, I deserve absolutely but fuck nothing. I came fourth. I didn't come in the top three. I don't care that I was fourth out of four people and therefore I would be the only person getting nothing. I didn't come in the top three. I deserve zero. You lose. So I do not believe in a participation award at all. (laughs) I think children that get the participation award are not, you know, being taught about losing, which is quite popular because most of us lose at something. There can only be one winner. There can't be two winners um, for the most part. So I I completely disagree with this participation award bullshit. Um, It's interesting, though. I, I do have some exceptions to the rule. Um, if, for example, uh, I'm a massive fan of motorsport, I love playing motorsport racing, you know, racing games on PlayStation and things like that, and if I'm able to get other people to be involved with it, definitely the competitiveness will be there, and I would hope that I win, and I, um, have fun that way, but at the same time, as long as we're doing something that I enjoy, I am somewhat okay with losing as long as the winner is a good winner and not a bad winner and therefore gloats because then I will just be furious and absolutely demand a rematch. Um, but for, for things that are, are not really, not entirely my cup of tea or my pick, if I don't do well at it, then I'm not having fun. I want to be able to pick something up for the first time and absolutely run with it and be fantastic and a winner or it's not worth it. It's not worth my time and I hate it and it's boring and yeah again i can't understand this idea of people having a great time with not coming first what about you what do you what, where, where do you stand on this well I, I believe we're living in a very politically correct world and that's not something i really enjoy and i understand the concept and the intention behind participation uh, ribbons and medals and, you know, eighth place ribbons and things like, you oh, know, the, the ridiculous ones. I understand their place, like why they're here and why they've come about. Do I agree with it? Not in the slightest, because as you said, you need to be able to learn to lose because yep. otherwise you're being set up for failure later and you won't be able to comprehend why that's happening. I do believe that you should acknowledge participation and acknowledge placement, but you don't do it by printing out a ribbon that's just a different color to the first place winner. So, you you know, you'll have your, your gold, silver, and your bronze, and then everyone else will just get a green ribbon or something. I, I don't understand that because I know that it's cost the same amount to produce the ribbon, there's not been any extra work that's gone into manufacturing it. So basically I'm getting treated the same way. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not, a. Uh, there's no consequence. There's no benefit for being first. There's, yeah, there's no benefit. You're not being rewarded for your, for doing such a fantastic job. If you're, if no. you win a running race and you get the same thing as the person that came last, well, yep. what was the point in running in the first place? What was the point in putting the effort into a come first? Now see, now see, with okay, so I'm I'm going to place an argument, and it's going to come back and bite me on the ass for for using running in there. But in regard to your motorsport, it's mm-hmm. not it's not about first, second, and third as much as it is about placement, because placement affects other races. 
Am mm-hmm. I right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. To some extent, yes. With running, unless you're doing it at a very competitive level, it's the same, like, it'll be the same thing at a very competitive level. But other than that, if it's for school carnivals or something, you know, you have to place in the top three or four for you to be able to qualify for the next round. Mm. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. And, then, no, and then that's, that's right. it. And that's it. And, that, and that's where these ribbons come into place. It's, yeah, it's to, it's to distinguish the difference whether you made it or not. Not to yeah. say, oh, you well well done, you made it from that end if of the, the field to this end of the field. Who gives a were, shit? If you, were taking part, if you were taking part in a fun run, sure, everyone gets a participation thing, of course. You took yeah, part well in something, it wasn't about winning, it was about being a part of it. And that's how I, I used to view cross-country that way at school. I was never mm. a fan, I always thought of it as, why would I want to jog around the school? honest to goodness i don't see the appeal at all but mind you mind you just on that one i came third in my first ever cross country at school and i would be furious if the person that came dead last who walked it got the same thing as me because i know that i put in more effort than they did and actually ran it and came third yeah yeah so. okay i could see that yeah I don't know. I, maybe I'm just jaded against cross-country. <laughs> no, I get it. I, um, I, I then completely put no effort into any form of cross-country training whatsoever because I thought it was bullshit that I had to get up early in the morning to go for stupid runs in the cold mornings when my friends got to rock up to work late and didn't have to have a school uniform, a sports uniform in their backpack for the whole day. Oh, yep. Ugh. Oh, so fun. I took no extra part. Yeah. No, look, I, I, I totally agree with where you're coming from with it. I believe that we should be competitive and the the only thing I think I find it funny is is your outlook on I want to pick something up completely cold and I want to do good at it because well, why else would I be interested in it what 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 other interest do I have in it well it's it's fun no it's not I don't know what the hell this is someone has a, someone clearly has an advantage in that they're better at it than me because they've played it before but, but you're, I but you're have... learning it this is my approach with video games so I'm not a massive gamer and if I'm with a group of friends and we're playing some kind of multiplayer game, I'm, I'm always the one that dies the most times and takes a few goes before I start getting the hang of it. And eventually I'm not losing so badly, but I'm usually still losing. But, but it's not so as fun to, to, be on the, to be the loser. It's no, not no, as fun it's, to be the no, loser. No, it's not. But you use that as a means to, to just keep practicing. And, and you, you have fun in the moment. It's not always about being at the finish line or being the last man standing so long as Sometimes you can be satisfied with with, with the journey oh. well well here's here's another example so uh back in the day i used to always play online with my, with my mates um and you know we'd be playing for example call of duty yep and i would have if if i talk through the headset i would have a average sort of go like an average sort of run but if i was quiet i'd have a fantastic run because i'd be concentrating a lot more so every now and then i'd go quiet and i'd start just concentrating on the game and clearly that meant if i wasn't talking that i must be pissed off or angry or something like that so they all deemed as me being angry i wasn't i was just concentrating because it made me better so then because they thought that i was angry then they started to like go for me or or make me do worse, set me up to lose a little bit, so then I'd get frustrated. And then I would voice that I was pissed off and annoyed, so then I'd go quiet. Quiet. Obviously, if you're pissed off and angry at something, you're no longer having fun. So I used to 
as they would call, rage quit. But to me, that is, I'm not having fun anymore. Hey guys, I'm going to bed now because I'm not having fun. So goodbye, turn off the PlayStation, done. So then I'd get mocked and, and made fun of for days because I'd rage quitted because I was angry. But no, I just, I if I'm not having fun with something, i.e. if I'm not winning, if I'm not doing better than other people, I'm not having fun. So I don't want to, I'm going to have no interest in taking part in something that I'm shit at. It's like board games as well. So another time I was playing a board game with someone and I uh, didn't win or I, it, it was Uno. Uno, that's what it was. It was Uno. We were playing Uno. And right. we were playing the game or, or the version of the game where it's like build-ups. Where if you drop a, a, a draw four and someone next to you drops a draw two, they can still do that. And then the next person has to pick up six. So we did that and it got to me and I had nothing. So I had to pick up like 18 cards. I didn't know that we were playing this version of the game. I didn't want to play this version of the game. Yet it was me that copped the, the wrath of this enormous pile of cards. So I had to pick up lots of cards. You better believe that I dropped those cards and said, fuck off, I'm not playing this stupid game and just walked <laughs> off. Because I didn't want to take part in this and there I am copping the, the raw end of the deal when I was in a shot of winning. Oh, yeah. If I'm not in with a chance of winning, I have absolutely zero interest in it whatsoever. Another example, we played putt-putt golf uh, oh, you brought on it up, Wednesday you. evening, i.e. yesterday, <laughs> i.e. A few Two hours, hours ago, ago, at the time <laughs> that we're recording this. Um, yep. <laughs> we played putt-putt golf. I know that I'm not very good at golf. I'm crap at golf driving ranges. I'm crap at putt-putt. And I have not played normal golf before. Uh, I knew I wasn't going to win. But the aim was to come second or third. Not fourth, because there were four of us. I can't explain to you how satisfied I was when... <laughs> Our good friend did awfully <laughs> on the first couple and therefore meant that I was ahead by a few shots. You have no idea how happy I was and how absolutely certain I was that every single shot was going to be counted. We weren't going to be doing this whole, uh, I think, was that was that four or was that five? I'm not sure. No, 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 no. No, we were pretty sure. The strict. exact number is going to be written down. There is no falsities about this at all. No, yeah. was, no, no. I thought tonight was great, actually, because you, I you my fucking hat. Well, we can retrieve that for you. But... No, it's a piece of shit that's broken. Now I don't want that hat back. The person who took it is a horrible person. I don't ever forgive them for that. Yes, you do. No, that was my hat. I do not. Absolutely not. Not that. <laughs> It's not funny, I don't forgive them for that. They took that hat and that was my hat and then they snatched it off me and they broke it and they, I tried to take it back again. So, no, absolutely not. Not acceptable. I was impressed with the fact that you actually listened to the, the little bits of advice before we started playing because I think that helped you. Well, because I didn't want to do so badly. I didn't want you to do badly either. I well, I didn't want to do badly either. You yeah. Know, I would have cracked... Actually- you listened, Look, though. That helped. Yeah, well, I spat the dummy once. I threw the the golf bat at the floor once. Golf bat? Uh, sorry, golf stick at the floor once. I, oh I cracked it and just threw it once. But, you know. I, I you, just can't... I can't you, deal you with did, this. You did all right. Look, none of, us, none of us made it on par, so, you know. Just quickly, a, a side topic <laughs> before we get back to this competitiveness. If, if you are playing golf, 
Yes. It's beneficial to be below par, yes? Yes. Well, how come when, when the term is used every, in everyday life, when someone goes, oh, you're below par on that, is that a negative? I don't know. That's actually quite interesting. Shouldn't it be like a positive? I don't know. Anyway, I want to I want to but... use that argument next time someone ever says that something I've done is below par. You just go, oh, thank you so much. Are you saying that I'm in the like I'm I'm doing really oh. well? Oh, thank that's you. So sweet. Thank that's you. sweet of you. You really Aww. think so? I like um, that. for the yeah, record, for the record, listeners, I am going to gloat. I came first. <laughs> also, for the record, that uh, idea of below par, I copied that from the office, the US version of the office. Jan Levinson Gould, I think, uh, or just Jan Levinson, I think at the time, mentioned that one. Yep. Um, competitiveness. Okay, so here's another example. So uh, in, well, several, several years ago, a friend and I were playing a racing game and it we were so closely matched and we were racing side by side and it was one corner to go and he smashed me off into the wall and I hit the wall so hard and was out and he won the race. And... <laughs> no, Continue. I beg your pardon. Are you, don't you be laughing. <laughs> no, no. This is a story where I said, you know what? I had a lot of fun in that race. And yes, I, I was taken out. But I know that I was the better driver. And he didn't gloat. He just laughed and went, oh, that was brilliant. That was great fun. La, 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 la. We had a good time. No no anger from my side. And it, I still I humor him every now and then to this day about the fact that that happened. And it was, it was great fun. But we were playing a racing game. I got, he loved it and it was good fun. So absolutely no problem with that. But if I look at other situations where like, for example, I remember school sports when we used to play cricket and things like that. I had no interest in it whatsoever and I wouldn't participate properly, but I would still be pissed off if my team lost because what, excuse me, I'm on the losing team. No way. No, 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 no. I cannot be on the losing team. You can if you're not making the most of it. <laughs> no. How dare they lose? They surely should have won. The team was a better team. They didn't need me to they, participate. They, you, you it, that should be an us or we. You were part of the team. You can't have but the I separation not, of saying I, they. But I know that I'm not good enough to, to do well. Like, I would have just got. Then you're not on the good team. You're not No, I am. Because if I'm in the same house color, that means that's my team. Oh. Okay, here's another one. Here's another one. Um, I go for the Bulldogs in Rugby League, and I used to hate the Bulldogs. I really hated the Bulldogs growing up. But then a good friend of mine, same friend that took me out in that car race, which is, yeah, same same friend. He was a big Bulldogs <laughs> fan, and I could never understand it. And then, so he had free tickets to go to Bulldogs games because his family were, were members. So I used to go along with him and used to watch it and I'd always go for the team versing the Bulldogs. And then I started to be like, you know what, that's bullshit, that's a bullshit call, that should have gone to the Bulldogs, that's unfair, Mm, I don't agree with that one. And so slowly, slowly I started changing and started, you know, going for the Bulldogs and thinking that they were being hard done by, 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 for certain things. And, and, And then I found myself, quite soon after that, being so aggressive when calls went against my team, the Bulldogs, because <laughs> I could not stand to lose. Mind you, I've noticed that every single time I go for something, they absolutely never win. I don't think I've ever won anything. No, no, I know it as fact. 
anything really competitive, a real competition in real life, not just for, you know, PlayStation kind of thing or card game or something like that. Any real competition, whenever I put money on something, supported something, been interested in something, um, I've never in my entire life won something once. And I think that in some way pushes me towards this competitiveness. So ever since, since I've gone for the Bulldogs, they've not won the NRL competition. Every single racing team I've gone for has never won the championship. Um, as soon as I go for something, they just automatically become a piece of shit and seem to falter at the last hurdle by the most pathetic I you know reasoning ever. So I don't know if that's what... I don't know if, if, if a lack of success means that I become more desperate for a win and therefore more competitive or whether it's just in my nature to be incredibly in it, uh, aggressive. I know that I'm an, a very outspoken person on certain things. I can be really over the top and almost something that you'd roll your eyes at at just how over the top my opinion is. But I am so competitive and can't stand losing. Can you? Uh, I, c I can deal with losing so long as I can see it justified. Like, if I can acknowledge, yep, I did not deserve the win there, then then sure. Or if my team didn't deserve the win, yep, totally get it. What if you go bowling and you 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 lose because of gutter balls? Not because the other person got more, you know, got constant strikes, but because you got more gutter balls. Then I was off my game. Are you that, a good bowler? Yes. I'm never going bowling with you then. Just... Sometimes, some, 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 some days I, I'm not that great, but we can have the, the gutters up if that helps you. No, I'm not allowed to. They don't put them up for adults. You just ask. They Are don't. You... I've asked before. They don't do it. They say, no, you're an adult. They're for children. Just they say, don't look, do it. Look, look, if you want me to pay to play, you need to put them up. It's embarrassing enough that I have to ask. That's all you have to do. Why just use that ramp thing that they have there? I'm impressed with how you went tonight at Putt Putt. I really am. I came second. You I did. came second. And, I but was it in wasn't, third place and then but it second. Wasn't, but it wasn't by a massive margin. So it, was only, it was only 17 hits. Yeah. So par for the course was 20. I scored 21. What did you score? 36. Hmm? I think it was 36. No, it was a 32. I thought it was lower, yeah. I thought it was like 31 or 32 or something. No, I got 30. That's what I got. I got 30. 30. There we go, yeah. Because yeah, someone got else 30. got 36 and then someone yeah. got 40. Yeah. And then there were other teams. So mm -hmm. on the on the topic of competitiveness, we found out that a friend of ours on one of the other teams was determined to win to the point where she stated, and I quote here, I was about to stab a bitch to win. <laughs> However, I am absolutely on their side in this case because apparently on that team, people were, you know, you know, when you, you meant to just put the ball in, just tap the ball, tap a tap a tap, tap the ball in. in. They, they were, no, they were like raking the ball in, like dragging the, the golf sticker, the golf, the putter thing. Yeah, they weren't playing properly. Pushing, were pushing the ball around. in. 
I dead set would have picked up that ball and said, nope, you start again because you fucked up. You don't get to restart your, your hit count. You start again because you've just been dragging that thing. That does not count. And I would have said, oh, but that's, that's not very fun. And I said, I don't give a shit if it's not fun. You can't do that. That's bullshit. Yeah, because that's a whole other frustrating thing. It's about those who just want to muck around on the course versus those that actually want to play the game properly. Yes. Because some, because some people say, oh, but, that, but that's not having fun. But for some people, playing properly is having fun. Yeah. Mucking about does not necessarily mean that's the only way to have fun playing it. So, so going go-cutting, which we need to do. I would yes. love to go go-cutting again. Yes. We need to go go-cutting, yes. 100%. Yes. Uh, any listeners out there that want to go go-cutting, hit us up on the Facebook page at Kent and the Steering Team. We'll take you along go-cutting as well. Um, we would love to go go-cutting. 100%. But yeah, it's like when people don't take that seriously. So I've had some of the best races with, again, the same mate that uh, goes for the Bulldogs and also took me out in that car race. I've, said, I've had some of the best go-kart races ever with I him. And, and there are other people... I can't believe you got brainwashed into supporting the Bulldogs. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I don't get it. <laughs> you go for the Sharks, you have nothing to say. I have um, everything to say. We've won a premiership in the last five years. You've won one premiership in your entire history. In the last five years. In your entire history. <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that it was in the last five years. Yes, what of it? I can't change the fact that the Bulldogs have made it to two grand finals and choked. <laughs> we were the minor premier. Okay, no, no, okay, hold up. We were the minor premiers in 2012. Yes, we beat Melbourne twice that year. We got to the grand final and we were thumped by Melbourne. Like, th- that is not acceptable. We beat Melbourne, I That's think, cause... about 70 to 80% of the times that we've versed Melbourne since about 2008. And we lost to them in the grand final and then beat them two times the following year. Then we went to, then we had that fantastic run in 2014 where we pushed on, well, the, not me, the team pushed on from seventh on the ladder to make it to the grand final. And then the, the, what is it? The week out from the grand final, it gets revealed that the Rabbitohs are taking a certain, uh, kind of, um, I don't know what you call it. It's like, do you remember those Listerine mints things? Those little sheets that you put yep. put on your tongue and they dissolve? The pocket, the yeah. pocket patch, yeah. Yeah, they, they were taking those things, but designed to increase your energy halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. And it was found that, oh, look, uh, they're not illegal now, but they'll be illegal next year. We'll just won't allow them next year. But you can keep using them now. But not accessible to any other team but the Rabbitohs. Um, just the Rabbitohs. So anyway, we make it to the grand final. Then, um, in the stadium, I went to the game, about 98% of the stadium was going for the Rabbitohs. The entire pre-game preparation was favoured to the Rabbitohs. Um, they even pulled out the old bell that they used to use when the Rabbitohs would win premierships and be like, oh, here we go, we're just going to celebrate because the Rabbitohs are in the grand final. So then they did that <laughs> for the Rabbitohs. Um, and then, uh, then what happened? The pre-game celebrations were incredibly delayed and took far too long and then the bulldogs took five minutes longer than they should have to walk out onto the field and uh, you know all this extra allocation of time to allow the rabbitos to have their bullshit pre-game stuff like that bell and shit like that none of that was uh, classified as um, unnecessary or or took too long but anyway the bulldogs were then given a fifty thousand dollar fine for taking too long even though again the rabbitos had all their bullshit pre-game crap that no one gave a shit about um, 
then the Bulldogs got thumped in that game. And, uh, yeah, so that was complete bullshit. So, yes, my team has choked twice, one of which I think was not as fair. But anyway, what do I know? i just someone that pays attention to the game. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I said. I think I think that on that day in 2014, I think I had one good thing to say about the Rabbitohs, and that's why that I like their home stadium, which happens to also be the Bulldogs' home stadium. So I had nothing good to say about them on that day. Um, yeah. So that's what I have to say about that. I don't know what that... Uh, look, I hate losing. I'm incredibly competitive. I'm a sore loser, unless I'm doing something that I... Quite enjoy. Quickly back to the go-karting thing. There are other people in it that do a shit job and just have no idea what they're doing and they don't pay attention to what's going on behind them and they just wobble from left to right on the track and swing out wide, turning into a corner and just cut you off. And it's like, I'm trying to have fun here and you are ruining my fun because you're an idiot. Yeah. Long story. Anyway, I don't know what that has to do with being competitive other than that I hate people, go-karting. Yeah, I hate losing. And losing is the worst thing ever. And unless I'm doing something that I've, you know, convinced it, you to be involved with, then I have no interest in losing. But if you can acknowledge that you did a poor job and you lost, are you fine with that? I I, I don't mean. No. Are, are you okay? With, but but you don't. I'll be just, angry. I'll yeah, be angry. But you'll be angry at whatever I'll the, the result was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll compl- oh, completely. Yeah. Like I I have. I have no issue accepting if I've lost. I don't have a problem with that. If if I've lost because me, not, not watching a sports team, because I think that that's different. If, if me personally have or has been involved in a result where I've lost because of something or just lack of effort or just not lack of ability or whatever, yeah, then yeah, I completely have no problem accepting that I've lost. I will, though, be furious that I've lost. Yeah, so there's no issue then. Yeah. Oh, I, I just go it. incredibly quiet if I've lost. <laughs> like, I go quiet. I. Oh. You weren't quiet Again. this evening for your second place. <laughs> no, but I was quiet when I had that hat snatched off of me and broken. Good grief, you and the hat. Well, just get on with it. What's next? <laughs> Alright, so the next topic is hats. <laughs> next topic. Uh, it was it was, it was still in the car just before. <laughs> it was great. Next topic. Okay, okay, the next topic. Uh, the next topic, we... You know what? I also need a jingle for this, but we're going to move into some reeling news. Now, I have... Mm-hmm. Gen- I don't know, that's, that was meant to sound like a... It sounded like a a Polaroid camera, but okay. (laughs) It sounded like a vacuum cleaner or something. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) look, it's it's been a big big week for the film industry, and sadly it's been for all the wrong reasons. So, right now the current Hollywood trend has been exposing sexual predators, because... Apparently, that's the most crucial thing to discuss in Tinseltown right now. Now, don't take that the wrong way. I'm, um, I'm <laughs> not because they're gay. <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean that. But <laughs> it is Tinseltown. No, wait, I'm. 
I, I'm not taking away from what is a very serious issue going on in in Hollywood and across the film and entertainment industries, but it's turned into it's. I don't know how to explain this. It's gone from something that's a real issue into becoming a Hollywood trend already. It's it's already become a caricature of itself, and. All of a sudden, you know, there's a there's a new announcement every single day that someone did something. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and and it keeps coming from people that either haven't had the attention before or are trying somehow to source it back. You know, like I I, I got to use the example, but the the Kevin Spacey issue. Because you know my opinion on that. We spoke about that earlier. We we did. We we had this discussion, and and I still believe that like this was a lose lose situation. No matter how, no matter how he responded to it, it was never gonna it was never gonna go well. I I respect the fact that he was just upfront, honest about the whole thing and about his personal life as well. I don't think that he should have had to explain his personal life, but he chose to explain it. <laughs> But I don't think that's... that... I, well, you know my opinion, which is that I don't think he should have used this opportunity to explain his personal life because he, um, intentionally or not, set the, you know, ugh, I don't know, the gay population back. Gay male population back a fair bit. I think that that was the wrong time because they've forever... And, and people have made the same point as well. They've been forever trying to distance themselves of the this idea that they're automatically pedophiles if they're gay and male, you know. So the fact that he used this opportunity to come out while he's apologizing for the fact that he, you know, touched or not touched, but you know whatever he did with that that guy who was fourteen. Have, have you read the statement he made? Yeah, I did, and I'm still this. That's what I formed this opinion by. I just saw the okay. thing. I saw a pedestrian article that said, um, Kevin Spacey's gay. And I was like, what the hell? And then I read it and it was like, uh, then it started talking about the fact that this other actor started talking about how he was touched by, or like picked up by, um, Kevin Spacey. And then I was like, I had no idea about any of this because I've just chosen not to pay any attention to any more of this because they can deal with this. Um... So I formed this opinion on my own and then I started seeing more stories and I was like, oh wow, yeah, turns out I have a fairly popular opinion amongst the world that this was the wrong time for him to do it. And I think it was the wrong time for him to do it. Um, good on him that he, he did it, that that he chose this, that he felt like this was a good time, but I think he was wrong to do it at this I time. I don't even think I don't he think felt... he needed to do it at all. Yeah, I that I'd be more inclined to agree with. I, I don't think he thought it was the right time or anything like that. I think he felt like his hand was forced and, and out of probably out of a bit of frustration. He's just gone, right. I've worked this hard to keep my privacy, but I'm now pushed into a corner where I may as well just be upfront about all of it. And look, in in all likelihood, he probably didn't want to have the discussion again. He probably just wanted to make his apology and also just set the record straight at the same time about his personal life so that he didn't have to answer any more questions or have to, go through the way the way he worded it though in saying um 
I've had relationships with men and women, and now I choose to leave, uh, leave the rest of my life as a gay man. Like, the, the way he worded it felt as if he was looking for support to be like, oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin, oh, no, well I done. I, did, I didn't take that from it. I, That's what I took from it. I actually it. felt bad for him that, that he felt that he had to write that, because I thought, like, he, he spent his whole life trying to keep the privacy, and now he feels like he has to just just chuck it all away. I, it, I, it just I honestly irrelevant. just felt bad for him. And it also, just felt irrelevant to, to what he was apologizing for. But what's irrelevant is bringing this whole ordeal up over 30 years after the fact, when there are current issues happening and those are not all being addressed. Why yeah. are they not all being addressed? This is what I, I just don't get it. He was 26 blind drunk, ages ago and that and that's not an excuse for his behavior that's stating that even the person the who made the accusation acknowledged that he was off chops and that like this was something that just it shouldn't have happened 100 percent, it shouldn't have happened but that like of course he doesn't remember of course he doesn't remember it it's what what's also interesting is how it's interesting the headlines that have come out about how um, House of Cards has been cancelled and things like that. Oh, However, yeah. I, I, no, but I read somewhere that it said that House of Cards was finishing after this season anyway. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then they're like, oh, it's been cancelled. No, it fucking hasn't. It hasn't been cancelled at all. It's yeah, just, cha- Channel it's 7, made a, Channel 7 made, made a big breaking news thing about it. And It's been cancelled because of Kevin Spacey's allegations. No, it my, hasn't. It my, was cancelled. They were finishing it. It was done. My favorite one was some someone commented on Channel 7's post of it on Facebook and then just called them out on it and then just called them Muppets at the end. <laughs> uh, seven, Muppet. seven, you Muppets. It was great. Muppetos. Yeah, I'd love... I mean... But, you know, there's all these different ones. Harvey Weinstein and, yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, and I mean... Like... All the other stuff's getting getting dredged up. All the stuff that you know that had already been acknowledged years ago. All those people getting brought up. I told you before the only um, the only one I'm actually interested in hearing is the the revelations that would come from '80s child star Corey Feldman, because he has had a horrific life as a result of a number of these incidences, and everyone knows that that these things happened with him but he's never been able to reveal who who these people were. And it's the only one where I think, man, he must know some really, really big names if he's really scared to name them. Mm. He's genuinely yeah, for fearful sure. for his life. He must know stuff that will make or break the industry. That, that would be well, this- the only one that would really need to come to light. Well, it, well it's true. And, and I mean... I mean, if you look at this Harvey Weinstein one, for example, the, the idea that I, do we know if, I mean, he's been, what, he's been sacked, he's been, he got removed from his own company and that was after other studios and actors and filmmakers had removed themselves from the company. So Disney booted the Weinstein, no, they boot the company or they booted him. I think they removed him from working on the Artemis Fowl film, because I think the company owns the rights to the book. Um, Channing Tatum pulled out of his directorial debut. 
a film that he was going to be making because it was being produced by the Weinstein company and he just went, no. All the Tarantino films seem to be produced by the Weinstein they company were. as well. They, so, they were. Does, you know, it's like things like this. I mean, this guy's fucked up, not just himself and these people that he's unfortunate, well, these unfortunate people that he's been disgusting with um, and gross and like seedy and yuck with. But um, that means that he's fucked up people's jobs and things as, and like and things like that as well because indirectly by doing this he's now crippled the Weinstein company and oh, all yeah. the projects along with that so he's you know yeah his actions have consequences and it's the same of anyone I was having this discussion with um, with someone else this evening about how your actions and a and things that you do, they have an effect everywhere that you don't just have influence on your own life. You have influence over the people around you as well in what you choose to do or not do. And he's clearly never taken a moment to think about that. He's just run his course and now it's come to light and, and he's all upset about, about what's happening and what could happen and this, that, and the other. But Every, everyone's so busy wanting to condemn him and and by extension the company they really should stop and take a minute to think well no they've removed him from the company it's n- he's it's no longer the company's they, fault at all yeah they they've they've eliminated the problem they should still do business with the Weinstein company because I'm sure a number of them are forgetting the Weinstein company is not one Weinstein brother there are two there are Bob and Harvey and Harvey mm. is the one that's been removed. And one of the people that voted him out was his own brother. Like, yeah, this is it's true. It's There's so much more to it. But look, I, I still think the point stands. It's become a Hollywood trend now. It, right before we started recording, I, I was telling you, I was reading Brett Ratner is now being accused by a number of actresses of this. Like, I don't get it. Where does where does the line get drawn or when will it become yesterday's news? When will it become unpopular to do this? Now that's, that's not to say that it shouldn't happen, but I, I'm at the point where I'm beginning to question the authenticity of every claim that is being made or the level with which it's actually happening. Are they saying this because someone made a joke and they took it the wrong way you know, well, it, de- it depends on, on, on I mean, if there's what like is, a, a, what is a the class incident? action or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But what if, if there's a lawsuit at, uh, attached to it or that comes from it, then for sure. But um, otherwise, yeah, it, it, it I, I certainly hope that people aren't using this as either a popularity boost or as um, marketing. I, 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 I would be so disappointed if that was the case because it's so unfair to those that are actually affected by something real exactly um, for others to be doing that so i certainly hope that that's not happening i don't know if it is happening or not i mean i'm not going to comment on whether i think it is because i i genuinely have no idea um but yeah if 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 there are people doing that that's just revolting um yeah i don't know how long it goes for or or what i guess we just ride it out and see what happens yeah. Um, well, look, on, on to a more positive film topic. We saw Thor Ragnarok in the last week. We did. And we did. man, 
we've we've yet to film our review, but it should be on the way soon. Eventually. But, but we gotta we gotta discuss how funny and how brilliant this movie was. And just how legendary the director is, because Taika Waititi oh. is such a freaking awesome director. Um, through his films previously, Boy, What We Do in the Shadows, and Hunt for the Wilder People are so good. And if you haven't mm. seen them, it, you will love them. You will love them, and there is nothing more to say than that. You, you urged in fact, me and you, urged me to watch them, and I did it, and I have no regrets. These films they were are incredible. so good. And it's, it's just crazy how... He he always tries to make a cameo or play a role in, in his films as well. And so he should. You I mean, it's his films. He can do what he wants to. And he's such a great actor as well and plays such a he great is. character. And it's so funny that it just works. And Thor Ragnarok is no exception. He does such an amazing job of it. Um, he brings That's... such an interesting dynamic to it because he's such a mm. different character for what's been in these films before or even the Marvel Cinematic Universe before. Yeah. Ah, oh, just he's just so good, and I want to rewatch all of his movies again. I'm so happy with it. It just, I think even even though I, I personally I think the Marvel films each one is relatively unique, but this was very pointedly different, and not not just as a Thor film, but as a Marvel film. It just there was something different, and it was so much fun, so much fun. And all the characters were absolutely on point. The writing was excellent. Directing, obviously, was brilliant. Jeez. But it just... It threw inhibition to the wind. And you can tell, in, in all the interviews, they talked about how they improvised a ton of the film. Mm. It, it, it's so obvious there, because it's got that life and spontaneity to it and you can see that these actors are not confined to a script when they're moving through the story they're not clicking through the motions they are genuinely riding this wave and they have no idea what the twists and turns are going to be I just find it interesting that I thought that I previously previously thought that the Thor movies were along with um, uh, the Hulk the most boring uninteresting movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and I always get disappointed whenever I had to go and either watch it or it was I was up to one of those and it's just like oh for Christ's sake here we go some mm. massive wank fest but but this I, was so refreshing I, I like the Thor films but I would agree that they they would be the the slower of the Marvel films and they those, take themselves and too seriously those in the Edward Norton Hulk movie because it's the only Hulk movie in the MCU but Thor Ragnarok just revitalizes both characters beautifully. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Um, I would would definitely rate it highly, and I'd say that people need to go and see it. And, of course, like I said, Taika Waititi's other films as well. Um, What We Do in the Shadows is dead set, one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, Hunt for the Wilder People is such a beautiful, nice film, but... An innocent film, but just so hilarious as well. And then Boyce just, just, just what do you say about Boyce? It's just ridiculous, but brilliant. I, f- I feel like Boy, when I watched it, it I just felt like I was watching an instant classic. And mm. I think it's something that'll be studied in schools for years, and it'll gain greater appreciation the older it gets. It deserves it. Um. um 
But look, as, as far as any other film news this week, I'm trying to... I'm racking my brain here about anything... Well, we never got to go this. and see The Foreigner. I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to see it. I'll have to yeah, I'm somehow find a legally one. obtained version of the film, of course, um, as soon yeah. as I can, because I'm so disappointed that I didn't see it. And we just missed it. It just came and went. Yeah, it played for a week, and for whatever reason, we didn't get the opportunity to go. I wonder why it's such a short run. I don't know. That's re- really weird. But it, anyway, fingers crossed it crops up soon and we get to have a look at it. Um, yep. Other than that, I think it's been a slow movie news week. Oh, no, no. I got one good little tidbit. The The announcement was made for the actor that will be playing Shazam. 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 So, starring as Shazam is... Zachary Levi. I don't know who that is. You probably know him better as Chuck. Did you ever watch Chuck? No, I know. I know. I know who it is now, but I didn't watch it. He's also the voice of Flynn Rider in Tangled. I haven't seen Tangled yet either. What? What? Is Tangled the one that's the Disney one, or is it the one that's the Pixar one? It's Disney. Oh, it's the Disney one. No, it's, it's not the Pixar one. It's Disney's 50th animated film, and there's no oh, was Pixar it? film like it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was their 50th animated film. I get Brave and Tangled mixed up, that's my issue. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Well, both films are excellent. But they both yeah. came out at really, relatively soon. Well, because I'm doing that thing. Listeners, if you, don't, if you don't know, I'm watching through the Pixar films one by one, slowly getting through it. I think I'm stuck on, like, Cars at the moment, and that's why I'm taking a while to... Oh, I just watch the... Just watch it. Just get it. I know. I've got. I know. God. I just know. I can do that. Put it um, on in the background while you're while you're doing something else. No, but but knowing that though, but I, it's because I've seen like when I was in the US, I saw Monsters University for the first time. So it you know just things like that. It's like I need to wait a little bit longer before I can fly through this because then I don't want to be like oh I saw that just the other week. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. So enough. I'll get through. Um, just before we get to sick end of the week, shall I just throw in a little joke? Go ahead. What what's ET short for? No, oh, it's only got little legs. Really? Okay, so this week's sick end of the week. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that it's time. Yeah, next inductee into the sick end of the week Hall of Fame. We struggled to think of someone, but then we uh, were just talking about it earlier on, and we both agreed that this is an incredibly worthy recipient because it's hilarious and also because as it turns out a good cause was involved as well drew who is the next inductee to the sick end of the week paul of fame young british actor will poulter now not sure if any of you would uh, recognize him by name but you've certainly seen him in at least one or two films here and there I personally know him from The Chronicles of Narnia, The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Uh, he came to a lot more prominence in the last few years in the American comedy Where the Millers. And he's the kid. The one that made yeah. up with Jennifer Aniston and the, the girl that was meant to play his sister. Is that Emma Roberts? I can't remember. But yeah, there's that, that kid, yeah. that guy. So for Halloween, yeah. he dressed up as um, Sid from Toy Story, and holy shit, he looks exactly like Sid from Toy Story. I can't oh, believe he's a how dead ringer. perfect, perfect costume and idea for him. 
So anyway, he dressed up as him, and what was the thing about the campaigning for it? So, he he recognised that for years he had been uh, compared to Sid and that he looked like him. But this year, not only did he dress up, but he was raising money to help with anti-bullying campaigning. So, he he did the thing, he did it for a good cause, and good on him for it. And also, he sent the internet into a spin because he looks scarily <laughs> just like the guy. Exactly like Sid. Just it's exactly so like Sid. It's creepy, but it's His awesome. eyebrows and everything, his face, his head, he just looks exactly like him. Oh, it's perfect. It's uh, No, it's so perfect, though. Uh, what else? Uh, if you have a nominee for the sick, or if you would like to suggest a nominee for... Uh, the next inductee into the Sick Canada Week Hall of Fame, please leave us a line on Facebook if you want to say absolutely anything. If you want us to say anything on the podcast, just leave us a link or a comment on the Facebook page, like I said. Um, do that, I guess. That's a good idea. Best way to get in contact with us. Keep um, listening, I guess, yeah. Keep yeah. listening as well. That helps. Obviously, share, to this part, share, tell thing. your friends, have a listening party. Where you all get together, you get the chips, you get the dip, and you just laugh at us for an hour. I mean, that's what we're here for. Yeah, you can say that we're really crap if you want it in mind, as long as you listen to it. Come on, it may make it may make you feel a little bit better about your own mundane existence. Of course, you can have a listening party with us. You can invite us along to your listening party, unless you are that listener that is in the US or England or whoever you are. Um, then... If you're willing to pay for a ticket, I'll come and listen listen to that, it with you. But that one yeah. listener in California, Gally. Um, yeah, of course. Is that so? Just uh, that's about it. That's all I have to say. I don't know yeah. what else you have to say. No, look, just drop us a line, guys. We we actually do want to hear a little more from you because we want to know what you want to hear on the show. We keep yeah, asking. we'll talk about whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Yeah, otherwise we're going to keep talking about whatever you don't want. And I can just sit here with this clicker pen and just be like... No, you can't, because I'll come over and take that pen and shove it down your throat. Yep, that was interesting. Thank you, Drew. I hope not. Yep, well, (laughs) stop clicking. I stopped! Oh, oh no. quickly, can we, can we, are we able to, no, I don't know if it's too late, but... It's too late, it would have taken the whole 50-something minutes to do it. I thought we'd successfully dodged it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that was me suggesting that we, because I'm looking at this American flag here, that we name all 52 US states. Maybe next week, we'll try that, we'll see what we, how we go, so we'll see how little topics we have for next week's show. I, I'm okay with it for next week, so long as we, we approach it at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> I'll forget it by then and I'll remember it just when we get to the end of it. Damn it, I'm pissed off I missed it. Doesn't matter. We'll move on. Alright guys, hope you all have a wonderful, absolutely smashing week. (laughs) I'm now going to go over to Phil's house. Exactly right. You hurt me for doing that. Yep. Um, Yeah, I guess that's just about it. How do we end the show again? Yep. 